Welcome to the Bible study program called Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and along with the Church Fellowship of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, we are so pleased that you could join us today as we conclude an important sermon delivered by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. As part of his series on heavenly authority, Pastor Greg has been teaching about the different leadership errors that can arise in the church. In the previous sections, he discussed the trap of religious tradition that consumes the church and too often suppresses or nullifies the Word of God. Then he examined the case where God's Word is truly taught and the true gospel preached, but the church or ministry leader who is teaching what is right is doing so with wrong, sinful motives. And finally, in our last program, Pastor began to look at the false teachers who are perverters of the good and who bring in destructive heresies. Remember, serious times require serious Bible study, and you can find a library of audio and video teachings on the church website at shiarjashub.org. Now, let's rejoin Pastor Greg Scalzo for the conclusion of the sermon, and we'll go back a minute or so for context. If you go down to 2 Peter, chapter 2, verse 18, for when they speak great swelling words of emptiness, they allure through the lust of the flesh. Look at how they get hold of people. The lusts of the flesh through lewdness, the ones who have actually escaped from those who live in error. While they promise them liberty, they themselves are slaves of corruption for by whom a person is overcome, by him also he is brought into bondage. You're over, whatever you're a slave to, you're in bondage. If you're enslaved to the flesh and lust and dissipation, you're in bondage to that. If you're a slave of Jesus Christ, you're in bondage to holiness and everything will work out right in your lives. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of this world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome the latter end is worse for them than the beginning. If you look at um, verse 22, but it has happened to them according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his own vomit, and a sow having washed to wallowing in the mire. They go back to the old ways. He says up above, I, I skipped one section in verse 12, but these like natural brute beasts made to be caught and destroyed, speak evil of things they do not understand and will perish, perish in their own corruption. And he talks about them following uh, the wages of unrighteousness like Balaam, the son of Beor, having eyes full of adultery. They cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. They have a heart trained in covetous practices and are accursed children. And he says in verse 17, these are wells without water, 
clouds carried by a tempest for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. And another section on this, I won't go into it today. You read the very short letter in Jude. Jude speaks about these false teachers, these false prophets who come in, take advantage of people for their own gain, and they pervert and they change and they corrupt the gospel. And we can think of all the New Age teachings today, all the things that people will mention the name of Jesus and then go off into these cultic abominations, nullifying the word of God and replacing them with the occult, what is really the occult. And so you have this now extreme. So we talked about the religion trap, those who proclaim God, but then bury the word of God with their traditions. We talked about the gospel being preached the right way, but by people with the wrong motives. And here now you have real false prophets, false teachers, who may take the name of Jesus, but then deny the very Lord and start off with those who receive Jesus Christ and bring them to a cultic place. You can think over the centuries, and you know them in American society, all the cults that have come off of Christianity who say they're Christian, but we have this other book, and we have this other teacher who knew more than the apostles, and they really, and they'll use the name of Jesus in there, but they are so cultic and they are so, so far off that you can no longer call them Christian. Now, when I first put the series together, very quickly, uh, years ago, and I was talking about the three levels of errors in leadership, right? And we talked about the religion trap and the true gospel, wrong motives, and then those who take and go all the way off onto tangents, the false prophets with destructive heresies. I stopped it there, but very quickly, there's another one we need to add to it that's really shown his face today, in today's church, and that's compromises by silence, compromises by silence, preaching the truth of the gospel, and this happens many times in born-again churches, preaching the bright parts of the gospel, the truth of the gospel, you're saved by Jesus Christ only by your faith in him. God loves you. You're a sinner. You need to repent and come to Jesus Christ and be saved. And you become a child of God. They preach the truth. But any part of the word of God that might offend, that's put, it's buried, it's covered over, and maybe never, ever spoken about it. It's good news in part, but silence on many issues to a point that the good news, the salvation, is not fully understood because people say, well, I'm a sinner, but we're not going to talk about what sin is lest we offend somebody. And then you bring in the music because you need a lot of music. If you're going to, if you've got to avoid things that are going to offend as you start to study the Bible, if you start to read this Bible in church, you're going to have a lot of problems because you're going to have to jump over a lot of scriptures, and you're going to need a lot of music to fill in, and guest artists to come in and play the guitar with songs and all, and some of it's very nice. You're going to have to have a lot of help putting together feel-good sermons, you know, a lot of information from Christian psychiatrists to get up, a lot of examples. You're going to need a ton of examples. I know a woman that, I know a man that, because you can't really read the Word of God lest it offend. Tell good stories. 
uplifting stories about what God can do. And it's true. That part is all true. But it's compromise by silence to keep away the other part. And if you think back to our study of the seven churches, really all that impacts into it, right? We're not going to go through that now. Uh, the study of error and leadership, just a, a couple of short verses. Revelation 2, 14 to 16, to the church at Pergamos. But I have a few things against you because you have those there, Jesus says, who hold to the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. Thus also you have those who hold to the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, who are very much into self-indulgence and sexual sins, which things, Jesus says, I hate. That's Revelation 2, 15. He says, repent in verse 16, or else I will come to you quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Revelation 2.20 to Thyatira, Nevertheless, I have a few things against you, because you allow. Some translations say you tolerate. You're tolerant of that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed idols. You tolerate, you allow. And lastly, to Laodicea, uh, chapter 3, verse 14, and to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, these things say the amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish, I could wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm, neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich, have become wealthy, and have need of nothing. Isn't that a description of some of these large mega churches? And do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. You're not hot. You're not cold. You're lukewarm. You talk about me, but I'm outside the church. You preach the truth about my salvation, but you won't tell people what they need to be saved from. You may not want to read that list in Mark chapter 7 about what out of the heart comes out that defiles a man because you might offend some of the people in the church. Compromises of silence. A fourth layer, a fourth category of error in leadership. And to them, they should understand the scripture in Ezekiel, which we'll close with, chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel, and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, you shall surely die, and you give him no warning, nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Heavenly Father, we pray that you would separate the wheat from the chaff. Father God, that you would make clear, we're speaking about recognition of your heavenly authority, that you would make clear to your servants the difference between 
those who preach your word sincerely and in truth, and those that have stumbled into these errors. Father God, we pray that you would reach them, Lord, if they can be reached. Let them understand the seriousness, Father, that when they compromise by silence, when they do not warn, the blood of all those people who are in sin that are not being warned is on their hands. Father God, that your spirit would not let go of them until they go down on their knees and repent and get up in front of their churches and speak your truth. Father God, touch all those who sincerely love you but have so fallen into the trap of being afraid to speak your word. In Jesus' name. On shiarjeshub.org, you will find information about our church, as well as a library of Bible radio and video programs to help strengthen your Christian life and witness. There are links to our Apple Podcast and Google Podcast, and of course a link to our Sunday morning service. The live streams on YouTube begin at 10.30 a.m. and remain posted up on YouTube as well as rumble.com and on the church website. Also, it is critical that ministries that preach God's Word be supported in these perilous times. And on our website, we have a secure page where you can make your donation to Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle. And thank you in advance for whatever the Lord would lead you to give. That website again is shiarjashub.org and you can check Isaiah 7 verse 3 for the spelling. Join us next time for Shiar Jashub.